And welcome back to the Tuned In Podcast. Andrew here with Braden. Um, we're excited oh, yeah. for this week. Dude, this can be awesome. Um, well, this this is episode four of our podcast. Um, so go ahead and listen to the first three. Um, you won't regret it for sure. This has been something that we love doing. Um, but yeah, how was how was sports for you this week? What were you watching? Ooh, good sports week. I uh, aside from some jazz, Victor Wimbanyama is insane. You've been watching him? Yeah, I watched his highlights. Yeah. He is wow. Kind of makes me a little. Uh, Jealous that jazz, jazz didn't tank a little harder, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, my my parents unfortunately didn't give me jeans, so I could be seven foot four yeah, with an oh eight man. foot wingspan. But otherwise, maybe for who real. knows? Maybe anybody <laughs> with those jeans could be amazing. So uh, yeah, I'm so hoping for a growth spurt. You know, at, tw- <laughs> at 24, of course, with faith, anything. Right? Oh yeah, for Absolutely. sure. <laughs> yep, definitely. Well, cool. Yeah, I mean. I, I would just say the antenna situation actually working out pretty well. Oh, really? You watching like the jazz games, yeah. Yeah. No, not really any issues. So, hey, if you're out there thinking about how you're going to watch the game, hey, go buy an antenna off Amazon, 30 bucks. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I've been using Jazz Plus. I actually thought, I actually think it works pretty well. I've noticed. Uh, any grievances yet, or is it all pretty good? Well, I, I saw some, I'm in some jazz groups. And uh, somebody was saying that the Jazz Plus app hasn't been working very well. And to be honest, I haven't been using the Jazz Plus app. I've been using the NBA app, which is like our, which okay. they've been, you know, they've had some experience. And you can log in with your Jazz Plus, and it works so much better. So maybe, there you go. maybe if I was using Jazz Plus, I'd be a little more. <laughs> yeah, I know they were saying like it. when they were first starting the season, like the app wasn't really like ready right away or something. Yeah. I don't know. So that was kind of one reason why I wasn't so sure. Yeah. But, hey, that's good. Some good jazz games. We'll get into that later um, as well. Um, you can find our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Put five stars. Help us grow. Um, share it with one of your friends that's a big jazz fan. We know there's a lot of great jazz fans out there. You can relate with us. You can share your opinions. And um, we also have an Instagram as well. So put some comments, what you thought of the episode, and, and what you'd like to share with what we thought yeah absolutely we're grateful you guys are joining us we're learning as we go and and we're uh we're happy that you're here for the journey with us it's awesome we're gra- we're glad to talk about the jazz we love the jazz uh let's talk about this last week's games mm-hmm. so a quick recap of what's happened the last week we beat the blazers um at home 138 133 i believe you were at that game yeah right? yeah and then <clears throat> we beat the Breakers as well, the New Zealand Breakers, one fourteen ninety four at home. And then on the road on Thursday, we lost one thirteen one sixteen. Did uh, any of those games or any performances stick out? Let to me you let me just share my Jazz experience. Yeah, uh, preseason game for the Blazers. It was so fun. Got to go with my family. Um, what what better way could you spend time with your family than being at a Jazz game, right? At the Delta Center. At the Delta Center. Not not the Vivint Smart Home Arena anymore. It's the Delta Center, which is what it's meant to be, right? Um, But, yeah, it it just seemed like a fun experience. It wasn't too crazy. Um, Got to see Scoot Henderson out there. Got to see your jazz players. Um, Got a win, right? Also, I've copped some socks there. Um, Oh, nice. Some vintage, like, Purple Mountain socks. I'm excited to pull out one of these days. That's really dope. Um, but yeah, honestly, it was it was a great game. It was good to see 
uh, Jazz almost choked the game away at the end <laughs> when they put um, when they kind of took out a lot of the key players, but they still pulled out with a win, so it was fun. Oh yeah, I'm excited to get there with my. I haven't redeemed my Jazz Plus tickets yet. But ah I'm yes. To get there. I uh, I will say I f- I'm feeling pretty good about my. Anthony Simons, most approved. Player. Oh my goodness, he, he didn't miss. Out. He balled out. He was he was carrying them in the first half. He yeah. had like twenty five or something in the yeah. first half. Honestly, if I'm if if I'm a Blazers fan, I'm really excited about that team. To be yeah. honest, I just feel like they're so much more well rounded than uh, than they were last year. Even though they don't have a player like Dame. Anthony, but, yeah, Anthony Simons, most improved. That like you might we might be going back to that later I this think season because so. uh, I could see it now. <laughs> I. Maybe I didn't see it at first, but now after that, yeah, I don't he know. looks nice Wait to see it. Uh, Markin in twenty six and nine, good game for him. Oh yeah, he was doing well. He played really well. Uh, what's the Breakers was a really good game. We kind of killed. Yeah. We kind of killed them. I, I would hope so, at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after the first half, I was like, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, um, good to see us play well. We we killed them on the rebounds. Got a lot of turnovers. Um, yeah, really just <laughs> kind of like a practice game. I feel like those foreign teams are just happy to come out here to play NBA talent. So. Oh, yeah. It was good to see uh, Johnny Juzang get a couple of minutes. He had four assists. I know it was garbage minutes, but <laughs> I, I, I like Johnny Juzang. I would hope sometime this season we I'll be honest. I'm, maybe I'm not a real Jazz fan, but I haven't really watched Johnny Juzang yet. Yeah, but he uh, he's exciting. I like him. Um and then the unfortunate one, I guess, if you call it unfortunate, being our last preseason game, but we rested all our players versus the Kings. What uh, anything stand out to you? Well, I mean, they they rested a lot of theirs too. I don't think I yeah. saw Fox or Sabonis no, out there. So. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good game. I only was able to watch parts of it, but yeah, I mean, good to see them continue working. I haven't really seen too much craziness about Keontae George I was hoping to see him perform a little bit better but um, I feel like some of the rookies like especially when I was at that Blazers game seeing Taylor Hendricks out there seems like a couple of the rookies are still kind of kind of learning right it's kind of nervous to get out there for your first couple NBA games and know where where you need to be and how to run in the offense and do everything like that and so I kind of saw maybe a little bit of jitters from Taylor Hendricks, but he, he did knock down a pretty clutch shot at the end yeah. of the game. And Keontae George is seeming like he's starting to get into the flow of things. So I think it'll just kind of take pr- time for them to get comfortable with the NBA and kind of what it's like. Yeah, I totally agree. I I think going to that point with Keontae George, that's one thing we can be excited about is that guy is so confident shooting the ball. Yeah. And right now it's so, kind of yeah. ugly. Like, I think he was like one for six from three and just not a great shooting night. But but if he starts hitting those shots, that confidence is going to be insane for the Jazz. Like, we we love to see it. And 15 rebounds for Kessler, and that was kind of – Yeah. Hopefully we see more of that this season. We'll talk a little bit about who we think is going to be our rebound guy this year. But, but yeah, overall good game. Jazz, yeah. Jazz did what they're supposed to, avoided injuries. Yep, <laughs> that would have been tragic. Yeah, Please. tuned up for the I, season. <laughs> every season there's injuries, right? So yeah. it's a part of the game. Well, let's kind of look into this upcoming week. We're done with preseason now, so we actually, we're getting into the regular season, finally. Now our predictions this is, matter. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll get hyped this week, right? Oh, the yeah. NBA season has finally started. We've had we made it. how long? 
the whole summer Feels waiting like for NBA basketball. We're here, baby. Yeah. We're finally started. We're excited for this Jazz season. So let's see. First two games of the season, we got um, the Sacramento Kings on opening night. And I believe that's at home, right? Yes. And we got the Clippers. Um, is that at home or is that at home as well? Yeah, we'll Both at home. Two home games. So I guess starting with the Sacramento Kings, first game of the season, we're at home. What are, what are you feeling? What WRL? I think I think it's gonna be a really close game, but I think the Jazz pull out the win. I think the Jazz pull out the win. What do I'm you with think? you. Yeah, I think it's opening night. We're at home. Yeah, I feel like Kessler is can kind of stops a bonus a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I think we could pull out a win as well. Um, I put a couple of keys for that game that I um, think would be important. I think we definitely need to um, contest their shooters yes. um, because they have a lot of three-point shooting with Kevin Herter, with that new European guy. I'm always going to forget his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll start knocking down some shots, then I'll know his name. Uh and they got Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox. They got all those shooters. So I think we got to make sure we're contesting those shooters and then re- uh, win the rebound battle as well. Yeah, absolutely. I will say um, to this game, one thing I was impressed about in the preseason was how versatile this Jazz team is. Like a couple years ago when we had best record in the NBA, we were a very three-point heavy team, which was awesome. We were elite at it. It's the but, way of the NBA the, the yeah. nowadays, yeah. But uh, – I was I've been impressed how versatile this Jazz team is. We've hit our threes. We've played above the rim. We've seen so many lobs to Collins mm-hmm. and Markin and Kessler, and then you got guys that can score at the rim like Horton Tucker and Sexton. You know, maybe not as consistently as we would hope, but I I think that's going to be important against the Kings that we we can attack them on all three levels and just you know. Yeah, I mean Sabonis hasn't really been like a plus defender. I would yeah. say maybe average. No, so if we could get him in foul trouble as well, that would be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also I am hoping that the Jazz do this, but watching John Collins on the pick and roll gets mm. me excited. Oh yeah. Um, and so I would love to see a lineup with John Collins at the five, and yeah. maybe move Markin in or or somebody down to the four. Um, that way we could get him in the pick and roll with. Uh, and I don't know the point guard yet. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see who the point guard is, but. Um, I'd love to see some lobs to Collins at the five. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I think, yeah, close game with the Kings. That's kind of scary, though. De'Aaron Fox was, like, number one in fourth quarter clutch minute mm-hmm. points last year. So hopefully, you know, if we do you play won a close lot of game, games for them. Yeah, so hopefully if we do play a close game that we can, we can hold him to something moderate, hopefully. Right. All right, well, moving on to the Clippers. What do you think, W or L? Well... I really wanted to say we're going to start 2-0, and but I feel like I was being too much of a homer. I think we split these games. I think the Clippers are healthy right now. Uh, you know, maybe we won't lose another game to the Clippers this season because of their track record. <laughs> but I think I think right now the Clippers are at full strength and they're going to be a very good team. So I think maybe yeah. we lose this one. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm saying L for this one. The Clippers are – they look better than us on paper right now, right? Yeah. And so – I think the key key of this game is going to be defensively, of course. Like, they got so much firepower. Kawhi, Paul George, of course. And then they got so many other guys. Like, when we played them in the playoffs, Terrence Terrence Mann killed Don't say his name. I know, I know. (laughs) And then Russell Westbrook. I think he's – I'm a big Russell Westbrook guy. I think he's going to have a little bit of a resurgence. Maybe not to 
his MVP If he plays level. like he did last playoffs, yeah. that would be amazing. I think he'll play better than he played on the Lakers, at least I'll say. so. Yeah, it the way, the way I see if we are to win this game, I think we can't let Kawhi or Paul George beat us. Yeah. I think we have to throw double teams at them, change up the looks, make Westbrook shoot. I'd love oh, to yeah. see him shoot. Um, I If we lose to Terrence Mann, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's what I would say. That's an easy adjustment to make with this team, I feel. Yeah, so uh, good games this week. We're excited to see how that goes. Hopefully our predictions uh, well, hopefully they go right for our sake, but for the Jazz's sake, hopefully we get two wins, of course. Yeah, maybe we'll keep track next week. We'll see if we were right with our predictions yeah. and um, see how we're faring. Well, let's let's go into some news. Um, I think it was maybe a week or two ago that ESPN came out with their top 100 players list. Um, and really the only reason that they come out with this list is just to spark controversy and conversation. And it works. Yeah, and so that's why we're here. <laughs> let's talk about it. So um, in terms of jazz players on this list, um, just kind of explain how this list works. Um, so ESPN, every single year they rank their top 100 players, but um, their rankings are predictions for the end of the season. So last year, when they made their top 100, that would be their prediction for right now after the season had ended. And this year's predictions that just barely came out are their predictions for the top 100 players next season. So kind of a little bit confusing, but we'll, we'll kind of break it down. So there's five jazz players on this list. Um, maybe we'll start with marketing. Yeah. Going from non-ranked to 28th, is, that is a crazy jump. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many players have made that kind of jump, but wow. that's Nobody else. Yeah, I don't think 28's a bad spot for him either. I mean, that's a really borderline all-star, you know, what we got, like 30 guys on the all-star team, roughly. He was above Julius Randle. He was yeah. above a lot of good players. Jalen Brunson, he was above. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't think it's a bad spot, room to, room to grow. I think, you know, he could be a top 20 player this year if he makes an, yeah. another little jump, maybe top 15. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that last year the prediction was that he would not be ranked at all, Yeah. right? So we had zero expectations for him, and then he came out a top 28 player going into next season. Yeah, so absolutely. Amazing, right? We We need to remember that season. Last season was really special with him being most improved um and then let's go on let's move to walker kessler it's kind of same deal not ranked last season he was a rookie so not very much expectations and now they're saying after next season he'll be ranked number 70 hmm that's a that's a good spot for him i don't know i it's kind of hard when you start getting down past 50 because there's just a lot of nba players but right the thing i thought's interesting is that he's higher than jordan clarkson i don't know if I necessarily agree that he's a better that he was a better player than Clarkson, I think he has the potential to be, but I don't know if he necessarily proved that last year. Yeah, let me pull up the guys like above or below him. Um, so he'd be at number seventy. That'd put him right above R.J. Barrett, Jordan Poole, oh, wow. Chet Holmgren, and oh, Cade Cunningham. He'd be right above. Hmm. And then the guys right above him would be Brooke Lopez. I don't know. I feel like after next season, he might be better than Brooke Lopez. Michael Porter Jr., OG Ananobi, and Austin Reeves. Wow, that's really high for Austin Reeves. Um, you know you got some Lakers fans at ESPN headquarters. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like he could even be a little bit higher than that, to be honest. But, I could see it, yeah. I definitely, um, I definitely think kind of a safe spot. I think uh, there's a lot of excitement around Walker Kessler for good reasons. I, I'm, I think us Jazz fans are excited about him. Like his shot blocking early, just in the preseason, even has just been like. Elite. He shot a couple threes in preseason. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know if he's hitting them, but. Yeah, and and honestly, not to keep comparing him to Gobert, but I noticed Kessler closes out a little bit better than Gobert like on the outside which is just so much better for you know for us as for this team specifically and so yeah you know what's kind of kind of interesting as well um on the top 100 for Rudy Gobert last season he was ranked number 18 and now he's ranked number 64 oh my goodness so one of the biggest drops but man that's too bad we did get a lot a lot in return for that trade so maybe yeah. it, we'll always say that's a good trade i can see why he's so low but i'm a big rudy gobert guy i hope yeah. uh, 64 is pre- is pretty much around where walker yeah. has i hope is. that uh i hope that the wolves give rudy gobert a better situation this year to be a little higher right but we'll see all right well we'll just kind of run through these last couple real fast jordan clarkson last season was predicted number 85 and then after this season he's predicted Number 77, which is honestly, I feel pretty high as he's getting older in age. And then we got John Collins last season prediction would for this would be 73. And next season's prediction for him after would be number 90, which seems pretty low to me. And Colin Sexton went from not ranked beginning of last season to now they are ranking him 98. So he barely snuck in there. So really... um, just some solid rankings. It's good that we have five top 100 players on our team, so it kind of shows that our our starting lineup is pretty solid um, with all of these guys. And, yeah, we'll see kind of where they fare after this season. Yeah, I honestly could see all three of those guys jumping up quite a few spots this year if they have good seasons, and so lots yeah. to be excited about. I feel like John Collins especially. We'll get into this later, but um, I could definitely see him having – a higher ranking than 90. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, if he can be ranked 90th just ball watching Trey Young, you know, who knows what he can do yeah. when we actually give him some touches. That'd be great. Yeah, no no egos in the locker room, like you yeah, said. Absolutely. Uh, did you hear about the Jordan shirt controversy? Yes. <laughs> so, for those of you that haven't seen, um, the Jazz store um, recently discontinued some jazz, some. Uh, Jordan brand shirts that had come out and basically it was just the a big Jordan logo um, and the jump man was of course jumping over the Utah Jazz logo yeah if you're not sure what we're talking about just go ahead and google jazz Jordan shirt controversy or something like that yeah what I mean what are your thoughts you think it's that big of a deal you think people are overreacting or, or was it rightful what do you think um, I think it's rightful. You think so? I it just it's like putting two polarizing themes onto one shirt is really, really weird. Especially as most jazz fans kind of have uh, post dramatic <laughs> stress <Yeah>. from <laughs> from those finals with Jordan, and so they don't want to. Of course, we can appreciate Michael Jordan for what he did, right? But to put it on our jazz shirts is kind of low for me. I don't know. Yeah, I think my biggest I, – I think it was a little bit of an overreaction by, by people in general, but I do think – I don't think the shirts looked good at all. And so, like, I don't – I'm not yeah, – I'm not bland. really hurt that, like, that they discontinued them. I think if you were going to put 
put the Jordan logo, you make it much smaller, like like every other Jordan shirt, just in the corner. But but also, it's just kind of like that brand is almost separated from Jordan at this point. It's just the Jumpman, like maybe not separated, but like it's just its own thing now. And like you know, where do we like draw the line? Do players have to stop wearing Jordan shoes? Like I'm sure half our players wear Jordan shoes, and so right. I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. I think maybe. It's kind of weird, like, as a fan to represent two rival teams at the same yeah. time or t- two polarizing ideas at the same time. So I, I, I don't agree with it, but, yeah. hey, whatever floats your boat, right? If you want to wear that shirt, go ahead and go for it, but probably wouldn't see me wearing it. <laughs> yeah, that would be like if uh, – I guess that would be kind of like if BYU put had a shirt with, like, a U around it or something, right? Like, it, would right. Be, it just wouldn't yeah. work, you know? So Unless unless your, your grandma loves the Utes and you just want to <laughs> – then you disown your grandma. Whoa. Okay. Well, all right. Well, th- let's get into kind of the bulk of the episode. So, like we said, this is the first week of real NBA basketball. Preseason's over. Um, we're getting into real NBA season. And so we just wanted to rank. Um, last week we did the NBA awards for who we thought would win each NBA award. And now we're just going to kind of do kind of a jazz version of this with kind of the jazz not necessarily awards but um different categories and statistic leaders and different things like that so maybe you'd call it superlatives yeah jazz superlatives yeah uh, maybe you'll see that in the title today <laughs> all right so let's start with our top three scorers this season do you want to start with your number three or just yeah say all three of them i'll say uh yeah, I'll start with my number three. So I kind of put three and maybe like a, a questionable four. I, I think number three is going to be Jordan Clarkson, who's our number two scorer last year. I think he takes a little bit of a step back because we got some more guys that can handle the ball a little bit. I got Jordan Clarkson number three as well. Really? Okay. Yep. And that, uh, that makes me interested to see what your number two is. Yeah, I put I put Horton Tucker in parentheses. I think he's got the potential to be that, especially if he's going to be our starting point guard. I could see that happening, so... But I, I think it's going to be Clarkson, but I put Horton Tucker just kind of as like a shadow, like watch out for him, you know. You you know from the other episode, I'm I'm definitely a Horton Tucker critic. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was thinking last game, I feel like Horton Tucker sometimes looks like a 2K my player Yeah. out there. Like he's he's got the ball in his hand, he's dribble, dribble, but he every once in a while he'll do something amazing where I'm like, whoa, like spin move or like yeah. he's got a nasty spin move. Or he'll just knock down a couple threes, and I'll be like, wait, what? where did that come from? So it's like, I, I just don't know what I'm going to get from him. It's That's like, true. But Boomer Bust, like, yeah, I don't know what to say from Horton Tucker, to be honest. He's, like I said, like a 2K my player sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I definitely got him in the shadow. I think he's has the potential, but he's definitely got yeah, He's definitely got to calm down a little bit. It's also rumored. That, don't take this with a grain of salt, because NBA rumors are always with a grain of salt, but... It's rumored that the Rockets are interested in Taylor Morton mm. Tucker. We'll take Jalen Green. I think that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'll, t- I'll take a, I'll take a bench player. Yeah, dude, give us Alperin Sangoon. He'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think they would trade them for him. But. Well, all right, I'll give you my number two. I okay. got, I got John Collins at number two. Okay, that's who my number two. Yes. Was that? Yes. All right. I'm a John Collins. I'm high on John Collins. I love how he fits in our team. I think he could get a lot of points from lobs, from three point, corner three-point shots. 
he can post up, it looks like, a little bit as well. So he can just score in so many different ways, and I think um, Markkanen will space the floor really well for him. And I don't know. Maybe it'll be kind of hard with him and Kessler in the paint, but um, he can space the floor as well and just score in so many different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I We talked a little bit about John Collins a couple episodes ago. but I think that was our first episode. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah, it was. You're right. Um, so we, we're with you, John, from the beginning. Yes. I think uh, it's not really not that crazy, I think, to say he'll be number two. He had uh, 2019, 2020, 21 points a game. Yup. He had a 19 points a game, 17 and 16. Yup. Last year, the Hawks were just super dysfunctional. He had he dropped down to 13, but... That but wasn't I, his fault? That wasn't his fault? I, don't, I like to think it's not his fault, too, so I think... <laughs> Let's uh, hype him up, baby. Yeah, I think uh, I'm excited to see those rim runs. Yep. Lots of lobs thrown to him. Even uh, we've seen him take a couple of threes. I don't know if that's part of the long-term plan for the Jazz, but hopefully maybe stretch a little he bit. Was, in the past, he's been a, he has been a knockdown three-point shooter in the corner, at least. Yeah, so that'll be nice. I think he'd be a good number two. And I think we're probably on the same page that Laurie Markkinen's going to be yep. our leading scorer. I mean, that was a – that's a without a dunk. doubt, right? Yeah. As long as he – even he could drop a little bit and he'd probably still lead us in scoring. But Yeah, absolutely. In preseason, I think we've seen just like – And it, FIBA. It seems like yeah. he's just dialed in that shot. Last year it looked nice too, but this year just – he's like hitting those mid-range shots with like right over people with consistency. He can shoot the three, can score. Maybe – Ooh, sorry. No, Maybe we need to give him a nickname to do with like his military service. This oh season. yeah, dude, Admiral Markinen <laughs> or something like that. He's gonna he's gonna pull out that military oh, experience yeah. this year and just do do amazing. That's what I was gonna say. I think he's got that dog in him now. Like like against yeah. the Breakers the other night, he had a play where he just like dropped his shoulder and just like totally like burrowed into the guy in the paint and, and almost scored. And he did that a couple more times and it's just unstoppable. Very in the paint, physical. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. Top rebounder. Um, I felt like this was pretty easy for me. I said Walker Kessler. Yeah, I said the same. I Markinen slightly out rebounded him last year, but he w- really? but Kessler was a rookie, right? And so I, I, I think you're right. It's a slam dunk. Walker I mean, Kessler. it's nice. Markinen averaged like eight rebounds a game or mm-hmm. something like that. It was that. like eight point six and eight point four was their stats. Oh. So Kessler was just barely behind him, but. And John Collins will definitely take some of those rebounds. He's averaged like 10 in his career a couple of seasons. Yeah, so absolutely. They'll kind of share the wealth. Um, top assists. I I was kind of torn. This one's a little tough. Well, who did you have? I, oh, okay. I kind of put two guys. I think it's going to be Clarkson. It was Clarkson last year. I think it might be Clarkson again. But I could see it being Chris Dunn. It just kind of depends on. I just don't know how many minutes he'll get. That's the thing is like, yeah, we don't know what our Jazz point guard situation is going to look like. If Chris Dunn gets a lot of minutes, I've been very impressed with his ability to move the ball. So I wouldn't be surprised. But but we're just, we've got a lot of guys. So I don't know. I got Jordan Clarkson as well. He's actually kind of impressed me with some of his passes in preseason. So mm-hmm. I think he's trying to add that to his game as he gets older on that playmaking. Yeah. My second uh, potential guy was Colin Sexton. Okay. Um, I, I have a little bit of faith in him, but um, I need to see it on the court. But I think he could maybe bump up his assists. Yeah, he had a nice uh, like thread-the-needle pass against the Kings. Did you see that? I did not. He's like dribbling to the right, and then he just one hand like 
just rocketed down to the paint to I don't even remember who, but yeah, he's definitely got the skills to do it. I, that's, yeah, that's not a bad pick. Yeah, he's definitely. Um, we we could see him like grow a lot this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll get to that, but I guess yeah. With the next one, biggest improvement from last season. Hmm. Okay, I had two guys. I kind of cheated, I guess, again. But um, I think Ochai Agbaji. I'm excited. I've, I've been I like ex- that pick actually. I didn't think yeah. about him. I've been excited with what we've seen in the preseason. Very athletic. He hasn't shot the ball very effectively in the preseason. I know we can't take everything for preseason, of course, but um, I don't know. I, I could see him getting more minutes. Last year, at the end of the year, he got he started to work his way into the rotation a little more, and I think he had uh, he was seven three and two last year was his stats. So I, you know, if he could, you know, maybe get. 10 plus points I think it would be a good season for him I think that he could easily get that he seems like he's grown a lot since last season I really didn't really know his name that well last year right um he came off championship at Kansas in college now he's in the NBA um but he looks pretty good I I could definitely see him being a starter here in a couple of years for us yeah I wouldn't be surprised um but I had John Collins I don't know if that's okay. cheating because he wasn't on our team last year um, but it's there's a lot of room for improvement because last season he, he played his stats were so poor and the team was so dysfunctional um, and so I think it's really easy to see him bump up his stats being on this new team it's kind of like the Utah Jazz effect mm-hmm. right players come from a bad situation they come over to the Jazz and they just flourish I feel like I can see that for Collins yeah I yeah I totally I I think John Collins could improve a lot defensively this year, too, just with the guys surrounding him. I he would, has the tools for it. Yeah, definitely. Athletic. The other guy I put was – this This is one's a little bit more of a hot take, but I really like what I've seen from Omer Yurtseven. Played for the Heat last year, but shot 42% from three for the Heat last hey, year. Hey, I didn't know that. Um, and honestly, just like, like he's got – he's still a young guy, but he's got the body to be a special NBA player. Seven-footer. But he plays like really long, and can guard all five positions. I think was it was rebounding really well against the Kings, and so he could um, be a backup center for sure. Yeah. Um, I think right now it's Olenek, right? But if we mm-hmm. trade him, maybe you're at seven. Work him in the rotation. Take that role or kind of work into that role a little bit as he gets yeah. some experience. Absolutely. Um, all right, All Star. I think Markkinen's our only shot. Markkinen's our only shot, and do you do you think anybody else has a shot outside of him? Mm, who's, I feel who's like closest, do you I think? feel like Markkinen's the closest. If if somehow the Jazz surprise me and become like one of the top teams in the West, I think it'd be because maybe John Collins. Mm-hmm. But I I I would bet money we'd probably not get two All Stars. That no. doesn't really seem we'd feasible. have to be playing really well. I think, though, if we're just talking team success aside, obviously Collins has been a borderline all-star in the past anyways. But, I mean, not to hype Kessler up too much, but if he plays that, right. I've been seeing some defensive player of the year. Like, it, could he win it? I saw some, I saw, or Sports Illustrated posted something about that. And if he plays at that level, I don't see why he couldn't be an all-star other than the Getting the Jazz defense back up to the way it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, best rookie, I put Keontae George. Oh, yeah. Uh, it had to be, right? 
He looks so good in summer league. He's got our hopes up. So yeah, I said Bryce Sensa. I'm just kidding. I said Bryce <laughs> well. But yeah, Keontae George. We already talked about his confidence. He he uh, he's had some nice. He's a good playmaker too. Makes smart passes. Turned the ball over a couple, few more times than we'd hoped. But he's a rookie, so we'll yeah. I I realize. I know last uh, episode or two episodes ago, I mentioned, hey, maybe he's that Donovan Mitchell type of player. Um, but I don't. I think it's not fair to put that pressure on him, right? Because Donovan Mitchell is a rare type of player where he just came in and was immediately good. Um, yeah. and immediately, his rookie season, he won us a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I don't think it's fair to give Keontae George that expectation for this season. But, hey... Mark our words. I think this year, next year, this third season, um, I think he could turn into a really good player for us. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think something I'm realizing is that the NBA is really just like a league of opportunity right now. Like, I think part of the reason that Donovan Mitchell came in and did so well, of course, he's a special player, but we had just lost Gordon Hayward. We were trying to figure out like, it, can Rodney Hood be this guy for us? And then Donovan Mitchell just came at the perfect time where he could just take the reins. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Keontae George is coming into that type of situation where he where he's desperately needed like we needed Donovan. Right. And so it might be a little bit harder for him to make that type I think, of jump. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but when Donovan Mitchell came in, he was alongside Ricky Rubio, right? That rookie yes, season? I believe so. I think that was also very good mm-hmm. for Donovan because um, it took a lot of that playmaking um, yeah. load off of him. And so all he had to do was score. Right and just yeah. play his game. I wish we had that with um, Keontae George this season. Maybe, like we said, Clarkson could kind of take that load of playmaking off a little bit and some scoring so Keontae can just play his game right and just feel mm-hmm. comfortable out there on the court. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, so now let's go most impactful newcomer. Um, kind of goes with my biggest improvement by John Collins as well. Yeah, that's what I had as well. I think... Uh, yeah, I... I don't think really any of other our other newcomers are going to be super impactful. Maybe I mean maybe we just talked about rookies, but that's really who we've got is John Collins, the three rookies, and is there anyone else? I think like Yurt Seven was a new guy. There's a couple of like guys that were thrown into trades that we like. Let me see. I think Yurt Seven was one of them. Actually, yeah, that might be it. Yeah. So, so I mean, maybe one of those rookies could uh, be a surprise, but I feel like that's John Collins for sure. Yeah. Um, let's go into this last this last point that we have is what is your ideal starting lineup for us going into the playoffs? Hmm. Uh, okay, so for me, I just uh, this is gonna sound like a weird starting lineup, but I, th- it excites me to think about the versatility of what this lineup could do. So let's I, hear it. Let's hear it. I'm got, excited to hear this. Okay, so I got Keontae George at point guard. I hope he can become that by the end of the right. season. And then I got Ochai actually at the two. I know he's really big for the two, but then okay. Mar- and then I got Markin and Collins and Kessler. And I just think like outside of Keontae George, that lineup defensively just like it, it kind of reminds me of like what the Celtics have been the last couple of years, where they've just had like one through five. They can switch everything and like guard everything yeah. and that would be insane pretty hard to stop and the nice thing about that lineup is that we would still have like a lot of firepower off the bench you still got Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton and like flamethrower yeah you got like all these guys that could 
ball out off the bench. So that would be my idea. What would what would yours be? So similar in the sense, Markinen, Collins, and Kessler okay. as your forwards and center. That's a good pick. Um, and then I've just slightly different. I've got Jordan Clarkson at the end of the season, and I got. Uh, I was I'm torn, but I think I am gonna go Keontae George. I got faith in him. Yeah, he's got 82 games to figure it out. I think he can. Yeah, so. I think so too. Did uh, before we uh, close? Did you see the uh, Rudy Gay got waived by the Warriors this morning? I did not. Yeah, so Should we pick him back up. <laughs> I think I think uh, if you're the Jazz, it makes you feel good though that uh, if the Warriors can't figure out how to use him, maybe. Uh, Maybe it was just time for us to move on. I don't know. I was he had some good moments, game. but That's nothing true. crazy. Yeah, we'll miss you, Rudy. But uh, also, though, um, college basketball starting. Is there anybody you got your eye on as a Jazz fan? I know there's a lot of players, but I honestly, I I'm a March Madness bas- uh, college basketball watcher. Okay, I'll I'll kind of coast a little bit. Watching college basketball and then once Mar- once March hits, I'm locked in. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I we were able to go to the uh, midnight madness, getting excited for BYU basketball. So we'll see. I, I don't have high expectations for them, but it'll just be fun to see them play. Yeah. I hope. Uh, respectfully to my my Cougs, I hope that the Jazz don't end up with any of these guys. But uh, I I really like Isaiah Collier. USC, I think he's uh, he might be a little bit higher of a pick than the Jazz are going to get this year, but I think he's going to be a really talented guard. Um, outside of that, I don't really know. I think there's, I really like to be seen. Yeah, I really like the guy from uh, UConn, Klingon. He's a beast. I don't really know how well he would fit on our roster, but lots of guys the Jazz can keep an eye on. For sure. Yeah, I'm not super confident about BYU in the Big 12 for basketball. There's yeah. there's just so much good talent in there. It's going to be difficult to win games. Yeah. Um, you better know, though, this year if we come in and uh, our voices sound a little hoarse, it's because we're going to yell as loud as we can for <laughs> basketball games. Win or lose, we're there. I mean, uh, I might be up. yelling at the TV with the Jazz, yeah, getting excited, true. you know? So. doesn't have to be at the game, right? When you're at home... Watching on your Jazz Plus or your antenna, you can you can lose your voice sometimes. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> well, uh, we're uh, we're grateful that you could join us today. Um, please remember to fo- to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as Instagram at Tuned In Jazz. And uh, we're going to be posting a question later on Instagram. Uh, go ahead and leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. And uh, tag a friend, ask them, get them involved in the conversation. Yeah. Get excited for this week. It'll be awesome. We'll see, we'll see you all next week. Peace.